Welcome back to the Troop Leader Experience Podcast. I am excited to bring you another interview today. This is something different. We're going to try something new. And this is the first of hopefully several interviews that are alumni-based. So I wanted to talk more about, you know, the impact and the memories from an alum perspective. So Today's guest is an exciting one because not only do we have Girl Scouts in common as alum, but we also are both alumni of the same college sorority. And we're going to talk more about that, but I'm it just is like an extra exciting connection for me because we're sisters on multiple fronts. But without further ado, please, my dear guest, since we just met, Introduce yourself, tell us who you are, where you're from, and um, what your involvement and history is with Girl Scouts. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Thanks thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, My name is Rebecca, and I was a Girl Scout all growing up um, in a council in Minnesota. Um, And then when I graduated from high school, I I went to school, college in Kansas, and I ended up a troop leader when I was a sophomore in college. Um, Originally, it started out as a college project. I could either write a big paper or volunteer with kids in the community and got involved with Girl Scouts again. So I did that for about seven years. I now reside in Nashville with my husband and my dog, and I haven't been involved with Girl Scouts for for a couple of years now, but looking at my, I have my old Girl Scout vest and all my patches, and it's just bringing a flood of memories. Yeah, and you shared an anecdote with me before we started recording about just kind of like how things still show up for you today, and like it's just kind of always part of who you are. Yes. Yes. So I just this past weekend, I was volunteering for a women's leadership conference uh, here in Nashville, and I was in charge of getting the parking all situated. And we had one of those tailgating tents and we were getting ready to stake it, making sure that the wind wasn't going to blow it away. And people had asked like, oh, well, how are we going to keep this up? And I'm like, I'm a Girl Scout. I know my knots. So I just stake it all in. I did my knots. The thing didn't come down. So it's it's one of those, my experiences as a Scout, you can take that knowledge with you every day. And it's been really cool. Even when I think about even regular kitchen skills, it's like your knife stuff. It's like, man, I learned how to slice my vegetables just from camping as a Scout way back when I was a brownie. So very cool. That is really cool. And when you got involved in college, I'm really curious about this. What was your role in like, what did you do to get involved? Did you know somebody or how did that look? Yeah. So I was taking a child psychology class and the professor said for like, I don't think we had a final. And again, college was college was years ago. So we didn't have a final. So our big kind of end of the year project was doing this big research paper. And I'm like, that just sounds too much or volunteering with kids in the community. So I had thought about different options. What do I want to do? And since I came from scouts, I was a, and I started out in scouts. I'm like, let's, let's see how the scout, the girl scout life is in Kansas. So I reached out to the service unit in Kansas city, Missouri to get me in contact with our service unit in in Lawrence. And from there, I 
went to a meeting and introduced myself, said I'm available, whether it's to be a leader or to just be an additional adult within to help with troop meetings or to provide some ideas. And I, I did that for, again, just started off as a college project. And seven years later, I was, I bridged these scouts and then I, I, and then I had to leave this, the troop leader role. Just, I had to, my professional life prevented me from moving forward with that, but I was a leader for two troops, a Brownie troop, and then a cadet troop. And the cadet troop had disbanded. The Brownie troop had bridged from juniors to cadets. And I think they, I think it was just cadets when I left them. And we had some great experiences, some great memories. Again, it was, and I still keep in touch with my co-leader to this day. So it was a good way to meet new people. Did they hook you up with a co-leader or how did you find a co-leader? You know, I don't even know how Lynette and I had met. I think I had just looked at where troops had met in the vicinity where my university campus was, just because I, I don't think I had a car at the time. We met at a, a church on, I don't want to say it was like the first Monday of the month. and Or no, we met on Sundays. We met on Sunday evenings. And, you know, I I don't know how we got connected. I should I should know. And again, this was 16 years ago. I started as that troop leader. Um, wild. I know. Time right? flies. <laughs> Time does fly. So, yeah, with this experience, we ended up, um, again, we did the journeys, we did all the different badge works, and I ended up taking my troop in 2012 up to Minnesota. I, again, I grew up in Minnesota, so we, we took a road trip to Minnesota to celebrate the big 100th anniversary of Girl Scouts, and it was a really proud moment for me. Because then I got to connect with my leaders, my old leaders, and my my mom was one of my leaders growing up. And I could kind of have this proud moment where, gosh, I'm getting goosebumps about this. I saw so I had this proud moment saying like, oh, hey, look what, look what I did. I had these group, this, this group of about eight to 10 girls. And we planned, we implemented, we fundraised to get these groups from, from Lawrence, Kansas, road tripped up to Minnesota to to see the 100th anniversary of of Girl Scouts and the way that my council had planned the the big event it was it was so cool and it was again a really proud moment in my life yeah it's really neat that you got to be part of that so let's rewind back to your growing up girl member girl scout days and um i love i love that your mom was your leader one of your leaders that's really cool how long were you a girl member i started out as a brownie when i was in second grade and i started with cookies and i did my i did my i was a brownie i was a junior bridge to cadets and cadets we did seniors so I when I was a scout we did not have ambassadors so the seniors were our end all be all I did end up getting my silver award and my gold award the bronze award at that time didn't exist if it did I probably would have gotten it too so gosh I want to say if I did my math right 10 years that is incredible what was your do you remember your gold award so I did a my gold award, which I had, I did not realize when I had planned out my gold award, how big of a deal it was. 
I did a leave no trace, which the leave no trace principles are kind of keeping in general. It's just keeping nature how you found it. Don't take things that uh, like don't take things from nature. Um, So there's these different principles. And I had created some education materials for different ages. So I had kind of piloted this at our day camp in my service unit in Minnesota had a really well done, really fantastic day camp at the end of August, right before school started. So I had piloted it there so I can tweak my processes, tweak my my different approaches with educating like the brownies, the daisies, and then how do I want to change that to educating juniors and cadets? And how would that look like if I'm teaching to a non-scouting group? So I created this education materials and then I had donated it to all of our county libraries. So that was my gold award. And then my silver award was I had partnered with a a senior center and I had built this kind of memory garden and I partnered with a local nursery to get get donated flowers and in in that I was um I was featured on like a Sunday or Saturday morning garden special and that was actually really cool I probably have the VHS somewhere so I painted the I refurbished this rusty bench so I got to learn some carpentry skills and the different kind of plants that help stimulate the mind and that was a really cool experience again I haven't been back in years to see if that bench is still there but it was really cool to, again, see that experience just at this adult day center and then see it broadcasted in the broader uh, Twin City metro area on a Saturday morning show. Really cool. What is one of your other best memories as a Girl Scout growing up? I loved it. I think overall my my service unit, and I think I had volunteered, I, I had attended our our service unit day camp and it was it was called twilight camp so it was again it was probably like middle of august in minnesota we started school in early september so this is probably a few weeks before that and we'd have this twilight camp that we called it and we'd have different themes and i was just looking at my all my patches i i still have my vest i have all my patches collected so i had done that from 1997 up until I was a, a senior in high school. And then I came back a couple of years later to kind of see where the camp has gone and to ve- and see how it's developed. And they still had, they still had some of the songs that we had invented. And so anyway, the state camp, it was from 2 PM to 8 PM. So we would, everyone would bring their own like bagged dinner and we'd go swimming. We'd have different stations and the themes could be anywhere of like Twilight Down Under. So we'd have like an Australian themed one was for Twilight at the Olympics. So each kind of group was for the Twilight at the Olympics. Each group was a country. So then we got to learn the history of Morocco or these these countries that, yeah, Morocco was, I think Morocco was one that I had, that I was a part of. And you got to learn a little bit of this history that you wouldn't necessarily learn in school. And that was really cool. Um, and then when I was older, we got to do some really cool activities for Thanksgiving, my junior year, we went to England and we got to stay in Pax Lodge, which was a really cool experience. Definitely would go back. Yeah. I long, long to go. I've never been. 
lots of really cool experiences there and memories. So what do you remember about selling cookies or nuts and calendars at the time? Um, Don't do any calendars anymore, but (laughs) we did. What were some of your best kind of product program memories? And what do you think you got out of that experience? I was a big cookie seller. And again, when I when I brought my vest out of my my little hope chest, I counted that I had sold cookies every year from 1996 <laughs> until until 2000. I think 2010 was my last patch I had. I think there was a hiatus like my senior year, my freshman year of college that I, I didn't get a cookie patch. But I think if, if, if anything, it shows how excited I was about just getting these patches because I wanted to, I wanted to flaunt these patches on my vest and knowing that I had 14 years of Girl Scout cookies. And I, I don't know how I did it again as a small brownie. I had one where you'd have like the patch for you sold like 250 plus boxes. I'm like, man, I don't even know how I could do that today, but it was, yeah, I think it was just getting yourself out there. I mean, building up that confidence, asking people, asking complete strangers. I mean, obviously we were chaperoned with our later with my mom asking strangers, Hey, do you want to buy cookies? That is definitely a skill set that has kept, that has made me the person I am today. Again, getting myself out there to just, yeah, sell those cookies. And I think I didn't realize until probably I was a my later on in my scout years that the cookies had different names. And we grew up having um, peanut butter sandwiches and shortbread cookies. And I didn't realize that there were a few different bakers. So when someone is saying like, oh, you have Tagalons or Samoas, I'm like, what are you talking about? And so that was a very eye-opening experience when I found out that different parts of the country sold the same cookie, just different names. And I'm sure the flavors were a tad bit different. Yeah, it's weird that they are a little different, but they're very similar. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's interesting. Okay, so... Do you think your experience overall in Girl Scouts impacted your college or career experiences or choices? And if so, how? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I'm glad you brought that up. So when I was in high school, I did I did summer camp. So I did the counselor and training. The I did both CIT1 and CIT2. And being a counselor, whether it was this initial training that I did. Um, again, that was with my council in Minneapolis and in later creating, having that experience of, of, of the inclusion and bringing people together, finding commonalities with new people that are coming in, I think is definitely something that I have been able to implement in my day-to-day life, in my professional career. And man, CIT training was a whole cool experience in itself. Side note, my there were two of us that did CIT training, counselor and training, and our names, because we had to play off of each other. We were Rocky and Bullwinkle. I was Rocky and my counterpart was Bullwinkle. And um, so that's, I, I don't keep in touch with her anymore, but it's, again, it's one of those names where you you got to think of your camp name and, and that camp name is always going to be with you. So, but yeah, as CIT training, it's, Finding people to who may not who may be shy who 
yeah, girls who are, again, new to the area, who are very shy, who maybe don't have those interpersonal skills to get right in there to how to build a fire, collect wood, those team building games. And so I, again, took it upon myself. And, and that's what you learn in that's in CIT training is, again, how to be inclusive. How can you, I mean, get people in that comfortable state? So, um, so with that, in my day-to-day life now, when I have new people starting um, in their careers, um, at, in their, their, the, the people who are starting in their um, maybe first professional careers right out of college, again, it's, you have the, this big girl job that can be pretty daunting. So I do my best to really reach out to them, know that I'm available to them to ask questions, to be a resource to them, to get things to maybe even to explain things at a much more micro level to them. And I think that's inclusivity and getting people excited about just day-to-day stuff. I mean, my coworkers will say like, Rebecca's the person that will like interrogate you. So, I mean, not that I interrogate, but I will reach out to people and say, where did you go to school? Tell me about yourself. And then I'll just introduce them to the, to this group of people like have you met Tyra she's new she's been in this group for or she's been a new employee for two weeks now she loves hiking so then I just kind of get people just really excited about meeting other people overall what does your Girl Scout experience as a girl member mean to you and how do you think it's impacted your life and who you are I think I, I look back at when I was brainstorming, like, what am I going to talk about? Like with all my big adventures, my little adventures, all my memories from Girl Scouts throughout my life, I learned that, and, and we did camping, we did, we went on big adventures and it was, it challenged myself being a Girl Scout, challenged me, challenged myself in so many different ways whether it's mentally asking strangers, hey, do you want Girl Scout cookies? I mean, kind of building up that self-confidence, building up that, I mean, advocating for yourself in that sense. And then doing things that I would have never thought, physical things, camping in remote islands on the coast of Maine. I did a few destinations in high school. We call them, no, we call them wider opportunities. And then wider opportunities were these adventures that, I think they still call them destinations now. I'm not Yeah, they call them sure. destinations now, but it's the same. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. yep, perfect. So yeah, I went on a few wider opportunities and and I'm, I was thinking it's like I would never in my wildest dream have just done this if it wasn't through the route of doing it through Girl Scouts. And um, in my destination was uh, going through Maine. So we, we worked with a group... Um, for two weeks, uh, it was just an outward bound. The, I think the company is called Outward Bound in Maine. And there were 12 of us Girl Scouts on this 30-foot pulling boat. And we just sailed and yeah, just sailed around these islands, very remote um, for about two weeks. And it was a very, very cool experience. And I'm like, when else am I ever going to do something like this? Um, when I graduated, I went on a, a wider opportunity to backpack to Norway and we did a jamboree kind of thing out there with scouting around um, with scouts around the whole world. And again, it's one of those, when am I ever going to do something like this? So 
I mean, it was, I mean, the, the experiences, the, the, the experiences, whether it's just within your service unit or within your council at camp or the big destinations or wider opportunities on a global level, I would have never thought in my wildest dream that I would just do this willy nilly if it wasn't for Girl Scouts. And I have so many things that I could still ask you, but <laughs> I do want to be mindful of our time together. So we'll we'll wrap it up. Two more. What advice? I got all the you- time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. What advice do you have for someone who might consider volunteering as a troop leader for Girl Scouts? Yeah, I, from a volunteer standpoint, I loved meeting the girls that I was volunteer, the girls that I had, I was a leader for. And again, I think it's something where from, especially from like your older girls, where I know we have a hard time from a retention of bringing older girls and keeping older girls in scouting. And when you have your leaders who are so engaged in not just organizing meetings or organizing agendas, but involved in, in brainstorming and to really help drive those conversations. I mean, whether it's your fundraising for a new trip or fundraising for, um, for whatever reason, I think having a leader, having a volunteer to, to, to help with that and not just tell you, Oh, Hey girls go do this kind of thing, but to kind of have it all be as a team effort. I think that goes a long way. And in, I mean, the leaders that I had growing up, when we went to Pax Lodge, I mean, it was a, it was a challenging time for them too, because they had to volunteer, they had to fundraise as well. And I think it's, again, it's a team effort. It's not this, this hierarchical, I mean, I guess, I mean, yeah, there is that hierarchical leader scout, but having it all as a team and you're all on that same level, learning a skill together definitely goes a long way. And do you have anything else that you want to share about your Girl Scout experience or the other work that you do for girls in your community today? Yeah, I am. Again, I haven't been involved. I haven't been involved in in Girl Scouts for a couple of years. My, again, my professional career just prevents me from doing that, but do volunteer through a different organization now. And I see, I just love to see what else is out there. So I, I, I miss, I miss Girl Scouts. And if anything, chatting with you, Sarah, gave me, gave me the, the, the opportunity to, to open my hope chest of all my badges and in my vest and all of the memories that I had collected. And it just, I'm, it's just flooding everything in right now. So I'm really glad that we got to chat about this. Me too. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me. Yeah, I really loved it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And for those of you listening, I will talk to you next week.